You're catching up with Beck and Soda right now. But imagine laying poolside in the Hospital Research Foundation Home Lottery's $3.5 million Henley Beach Grand Prize. Ticks at homelottery.com.au. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning. Oh, how's that husky voice for me this morning? Well, good morning, Adelaide. <laughs> good morning, Rebecca Morse. Um, can I ask, uh, are you a little Dusty Martin this morning? Um, I am a little weary. I had a wedding last night. On a Sunday? A Sunday night what? wedding. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's inhumane. You went to a wedding a couple of weeks ago on a Friday, which I've had a few Fridays. Yeah. Of course, I understand that. That's just nice to get a Friday off yeah. and turn in a three-day long weekend. Um, a Sunday, Sunday wedding, though. Gee, that's yeah. tough. Yeah, it's... It, is it privileged people who don't need to worry about working well, Mondays? I think most people uh, will be uh, will doing the old, oh, boss, I'm working from home today. Ooh, wow. uh, so, yeah, look, I, I haven't had a lot of sleep. I, I was well behaved. Like, I drove home, but yeah. I just didn't Was it sleep. one of those sort of, was it a day wedding knowing that people are wrapping out of 8 o'clock, or was it your traditional no, it sort of 2 or 3 o'clock wedding through the night? It was still into the night. Well, it Ooh. finished about 11. Right. But I decided that I would be the last person on the dance floor screaming out some lyrics, which was dumb because my voice is kind of important to my job. Would there be people still rocking on right now? Um, Who got married? Who was it? Give it was some names. Uh, Laura and Rick. Uh, oh, Laura, Laura, one of my Blackwood High School friends. So known Brilliant. Laura for 30 odd years. Right. And her first marriage, which is lovely. His second. Yeah. Uh, usually Ooh, you, for the... you made that like it was very unusual, her first marriage. <laughs> well, I think because when you get to our age, sort of into the early... 40s. It's, yes. un- it's unusual for it to be yeah. your first. Right. I don't know. I mean, gosh, ev- everyone's different. It's okay. No judgment here. You can get married at 40 odd here. Yeah. We don't have any problems at all. Uh, where was it at? It was at the Star of Greece. Oh, oh hello. No, that's spot. why, because obviously most of the people don't need to work today because they're probably <laughs> yeah. all uh, very well off and it doesn't matter. Monday's just like any other day when you're loaded, I imagine. Yeah. Okay, we'll have fun. Yeah. Sleeping. Do you reckon well, we make you through? was a school teacher at Unley Good High right. School. Will she be teaching today? Oh, gosh. I hope she hasn't phoned in a <laughs> Shout out to everyone at Unley High School today. Right on. Um, uh, Ms. Kersley might be a little dusting. Right. Yeah, well, if you are an Unley High School student or your kids do go, um, just watch out for Ms. Kersley. I'm not sure she's fit well, to she, teach. Well, she, well, I don't know. She might have changed her name. She might be Mrs. Morris. Oh, there you go. She might be Mrs. Morris as of today. Do we need to carry Morning. you through the show or are you okay to look Can after yourself? Can you carry yourself? me a little bit? I mean, you do anyway, don't you? <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. That's another Mum Fail Monday. Mum Fail Monday. Uh, my poor children being mm-hmm. discussed on the radio. They hate it. How do your kids feel about being discussed? Oh, they go, Dad, 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 when are you going to talk about us on oh, radio? No. Oh, yeah, I've got a little story about my sister coming up today, if you like yeah, it. No. My uh, daughter, did I say sister? <laughs> sister. I'm I did. the one who's supposed to be off today, not you. What? Um, so I have three daughters, and um, in the interest of protecting their anonymity, I'm not going to say which daughter this relates to to protect her identity. There's only three. You've got a 33% right. chance. Um, I'm so going to remain mum in this whole time, conversation. It was time for me to take this child um, to get a bra. Okay. And I took her to Marion yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, we went into bras and things. Great customer service. It's she a good was option when you're feeling... looking for a bra. <laughs> yeah, Where'd you go? Yeah, go? Thank God you didn't go to Bunnings. Because you would have been there for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Just get a, get a couple of um, plungers and oh, pop them off. Right, Okay, Madonna. So she was feeling self-conscious and she didn't want me to be involved. She didn't want me mm-hmm. in the change room with her. Understandable. Um, but if they do it over the top, 
of your um no, of your no. t-shirt. Very, very discreet, very respectful. Mm-hmm. So she was in there and the woman was spending some time with her, being very mm. considerate. Yep. Um, and I revealed on the show last year that I have never, ever had a bra fitting. I don't know whether I wear the right size. I just kind of pick something off the rack. Can I and just I go, ask? I wouldn't understand that it would be a fitting as a naive man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have a fitting. Otherwise, anyway, so. Don't, well, don't you just go in and go, well, that's about my size. No, I work well, out a that's cup what, well, and that's I, what I just had. put it on and do that. No, that's not how it works. Because you have to have a strap size right. around your back and then yeah. a cup size as well. And it can vary right. wide, so a 12, wildly. So a 12 double D would be like a size 12 size around your back. And then the, the letters would uh, yes, in my identify case, the cup. A double A. Anyway. So as, like batteries. as Miller was having this, um, you know, milestone moment. You just said it's someone's name. Oh, <laughs> you're an idiot. Oh, my God. You are an idiot. Damn it. What are you doing, <laughs> oh mate? Oh, my God. What are you doing? Oh, my God. Anyway, well, let's, forget, let's forget that happened and keep telling the what is going on? very funny Damn story it. about you fo- making it about yourself. Well, about that yourself. was the thing I did make about myself. <laughs> okay. So I popped my head in to the change room next door and said, excuse me, doll, could you do me next? <laughs> so I stole the shop oh. assistant from my child and made her Oh, my God. Me. You made it about yourself. <laughs> I just said, why are you there, doll? Could you bring your tape measure next door? And this anonymous child was like, Mom, I'm still having mine. My could day. you wait? Yeah. It's my so day. Is this another situation <laughs> where no matter what you're talking about? And I thought she was standing there with the tape measure and... Turns out I was wearing the wrong size mm. all these years. There you go. I had the wrong size. It was, I can't remember, too, probably too too probably too big because you always overestimate. Anyway, sorry, anonymous child. My, my, my major right mum file is just name checking the child yes. who yeah. was mortified and said, please don't tell anyone that I had this yesterday. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. I think it's probably a really good time to move on now. Yeah, let's take a break. Anyway, my boobs are so comfy today. <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Um, last Sunday, I told you, I went to the Garden of Unearthly Delights with the three kids, 10-year-old Felix, 7-year-old Sienna, and 6-year-old Otis. Yep. We went on the rides, had an awesome time, and then they said, hey, Dad, can we do it again? So guess what we did yesterday? You went and did it again. Went to the Garden of Unearthly Delights, you, went and saw a show. You up. You didn't. Yeah, and I did the same thing, went back on the rides. Anyway, we had a great time, went and saw this show, Trash Test Dummies. It was awesome. But before we got to the garden... I took a recommendation from you. Now, remember you were telling me about this well, new new place called Karen's, Karen's Diner. Diner. I was trying to organise a team day out there. Um, in, but in the end, I just thought, I don't really know if I want to be insulted. So basically, it's it's the staffed by a bunch of Karens. So they mm. are paid basically to insult you. And I'm like, if I want to be insulted, I'll just read the comments section. So I didn't. we didn't go in the end. So essentially, but I was telling you about it. Highlighting poor customer service. Yeah, they it's kind of India. like faulty towels. It's, it's bad... Um, customer service, but that's part of the right. fun. Well, I was telling my kids about this. So when we were heading over to the garden yesterday, I said, why don't we just pop into Karen's and just go and have a milkshake? It's mm. a diner or we can mm. go and have something to eat. Yeah. And they're going, okay, we'll I'll go and do it. So we've walked over. We got there at 11.55. It's just opposite. Uh, it's on East Terrace, just opposite uh-huh. the Garden of yep. Unearthly Delights. So we walk in there at 11.55. All the staff are in there. Everything's set up. We walked in and I've got the three kids in tow and the bloke standing there goes, we're not open yet. And I said, well, what time are you open? He goes, midday. It's 11.55. And I went, oh, no worries. And he said, do you have a booking? And I said, uh, no, we don't. And he goes, well, bad luck. There's no chance you're going to get in today. 
And I'm thinking, oh, is this bloke? He's in, in character. character. Oh, is he in character? Because I'm thinking, well, five minutes, you've got no one here, you know, surely. Mm. Am I meant to then fight this guy and say, well, I don't care about the booking. I want to come in because he's playing that type yeah. of character. There's no one in there, right? Okay. Anyway, Felix, the 10-year-old, stands there and he looks at the bloke and he goes, hey, mate, are you being a Karen or are you just like this? <laughs> right? Oh, my God. So he's in Australia and the bloke goes, I am actually not. Right? No, I'm not. And you won't be eating in here. Then I looked over and I've gone, oh, well, bugger it. Let's just get out of here. And little Sienna, who is only seven, Mm. I looked at her and her bottom lip was quivering. And then I saw a little tear start to drip down her cheek. And I thought, oh, my God, I'm not sure if this is a legit scenario or they actually are booked out. And then Sienna looked up and she started to cry. And she goes, that man is so rude. I hate him. She said, Felix, go and kick him in the bum. And she walked out. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Hey, now, Beck, um, this was about 8.58 on Friday. Uh, Remember, it was steaming hot. And we were talking about dropping off some Zupa Dupas, oh, yeah. some SFM Zupa yeah. Dupas to some businesses or schools or anyone yeah. that was doing it really tough. We were about to drop some off to a real estate agent. A property manager. Exactly. Yeah. And I didn't get a chance to just drill down a little bit on this. Um, as we were talking mm. about dropping them off, you just threw this little one in. I had a house inspection once when I lived in Port Perry and I forgot and I left my undies in the middle oh, of the floor. Pre or post wash. Um, oh, were they clean or filthy? They look dirty. Oh, yuck. I didn't um, get my bond back. All right. <laughs> right. I didn't get my bonds back. You threw that in at the last minute, just a little nugget, which probably had a nugget in it, no, by it the did. way. But <gasps> let me just say. I did not. There were no skiddies. <laughs> oh, for God's well, sake. Well, that's what you mate. just implied. Do you need to go in? I did not imply a skid. I implied a full nugget. <laughs> but let me just. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because that's better. Yeah. You're not toilet trained yet. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Well, if you're not toilet trained, why are you leaving your dirty, moist you... panties on the oh, ground? It's no, disgusting. That's too bad. No, you Used cannot say those two words Can together. Can I ask you one oh, thing? Gross. What on earth, one, were you sharing that for? And two, <laughs> what sort of prehistoric animal are you, some sort of cave woman, oh, who is leaving her filthy undies on the floor? Are you telling me you've never like, got changed? To go to work and you've just been in a hurry. So what you were wearing, you just leave on the floor because you're in a hurry. That's what happened that day. I've certainly done that before, but not when I know there's a house but inspection coming. I didn't coming. know. I forgot. That was the whole point. I wasn't leaving it there as a little like a oh, little treat for the property manager who was a woman. Well, I wouldn't think it would be a treat. <laughs> Seriously. Anyway, I just sometimes when you uh, get to the end of a show, you forget sometimes that your microphone goes out to other people, and you just go, "Oh, I've got, a, I've got a story for this." And then <laughs> half, you get halfway through, and you go, "Hmm." Was that one of those moments that you might be having a coffee with the girlfriends, and they start talking about something? You go, "Oh, what about this one time?" And then you actually realise that you have broadcast that across <laughs> South Australia. Yes. That I have soiled knickers on they the floor. Soiled. That they were prop- just worn. They weren't soiled. I mean, there's occupational health and safety issues here. I mean, the property manager could probably slip and do her back on those. Oh my God. I mean, disgusting animal. Seriously. Comes in in a hazmat what? suit next time they do that. Exactly right. You call the 
MFS in because they just need to inspect your property. Uh, do you know anyone who might have worked for the MFS who could have done the inspection? Funny you mention that. I walked into an incident once and there was a pair anyway, of underwear on the ground. this must have happened to other people. We're going to talk mm. about it, it later. Was, it was like outbreak. We had to pick them up with some tongs <laughs> and there was actually like steam coming off them. Like, you know in the cartoons? And you know sometimes you'd see Pepe Le Pew yes. and there'd be the smell and you'd see the oh, steam yeah. or it'd come oh, off the cheese and the skunk yeah. would have that. Oh, Your underwear oh, would have just been... Do you know what it's... A, I'd like to know, though. We're going to do this a little bit later <laughs> on in the show. Mm. Um, at, what did you walk into, whether it was perhaps a rental inspection mm-hmm. or a viewing? You yeah. know, you were going to perhaps look at uh, buying a house or even into the hotel room. What, what have you walked Imagine into? Imagine what hotel room cleaners would say. Uh, do you know there's one great story, mm. right? And I don't know whether you're aware of this, but when you go into a hotel, I've spoken to a couple of people there and they said one thing. Do not, under any circumstances, use the kettle. What? What do people do with the kettle? Use it to clean their undies. Yeah, right. Okay. The amount of times oh. that, yes, people boil their undies to clean them. Mm. The amount of times uh-huh. I've oh. heard stories of people say, mm. and I've heard people that work in the hotel say this, that in the kettles they quite often find underwear. There you go. Well, at least they're right. clean, unlike mine. <laughs> so I'll be honest with you, you know what I did? I went to Kmart, you know, that, that cheap Anko brand stuff. Yeah. Mm. I've bought a kettle. That was about $19. And when I travel, I put the kettle in my baggage. Because <laughs> I like a good cup of okay, tea in my hotel go. room. That's enough. All right. Uh, yeah, after 8.30, <laughs> yeah. What, did, what did you see in the rental of the hotel? We'll be talking about What that. did you walk in mm. on? Right. Was it Rebecca Morse's oh. steamy mm. knickers? Oh, they were. SAFM's Beck and Soda. How good is French time? Oh, I love it. I went in the garden last night to see Tom Gleeson, yeah. Hard Quiz Live, outstanding. I saw Hughesy Saturday night. Very funny. Oh, did you? Very funny. Did you mm. love it? Yeah. Awesome. Make sure you get in there, uh, particularly midweek. It's great because there's not quite as many people. The weekends are insane. Mm. Go and have some fun. There's great shows in the garden. Uh, one of them is a bando man. Uh, Rob Roderick is his name. He's an Irish comedic rapper. Now, he is appearing there. And, Beck, he wanted a little bit of information, Rob, about yeah. us. Yeah. He basically comes up with spontaneous raps on the spot, yeah. uh, working uh, things about us into it. So what we told him is that our main difference is that I love Instagram, mm. posting Everything that happens in my life, you hate it. You don't yeah. even have your own personal account. No, I don't. I okay. also shared a story that I had a uh, misadventure in the heat where I had a bag of Hague's freckles that mm-hmm. melted into one mm-hmm. giant freckle. Mm-hmm. So you had one big freckle. One yeah. big Beck. hot Beck's freckle. big freckle. Okay. Okay. And I also dobbed you in for running with your shirt <laughs> off, which I thought was completely unnecessary. Armed with that information, a bando man, do your thing. We're going to try and write maybe the musical, the Beck and Soda musical. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start by playing Beck. Crowd, wherever you are, if you're driving your car in the morning, I want you to make a little bit of noise. I'm gonna play back, back, yeah, I'm gonna play you. You see that I really dig a picture, fam. Listen, that hit the hand, then I'll bring it back with Instagram. Yep, yeah, I did this right there, man. Listen, man, from the start. If you like my photo, bloody pop a heart every single day. You know the bait I slay. I take it all the chocolate, I'll bring it out from Hayes. Yeah, man, you know that this photo has potential. Everybody in Adelaide, check my bloody freckle. Yeah, yeah, I know, man, it's proper clear. Look at them, they congeal, cause it's getting hot in here. Family, I'm dexterous. Listen, I develop this I show you all the chocolate When they go and hit the Celsius But you know that Listen man I go down Yeah my best friend Say what's up to soda Soda man I know then Show us your emotion Every single day friend You never do your post 
posted And I said the friend is madness Me, I'll show my clothes Looking debonair in a black dress Fam, you know I'm stressed You know that it's the best Everybody up on Instagram Check, 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 check back This is the remix uh, I'm gonna play soda Soda Back just ask you to, to share bear Up on the ground Soda This is your song, 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 song Everybody here Yep, in the moment, man, you know that I'm trying to just share with my vocab I'm so down When I'm up here, you know that it's brilliant Everybody sit back, then you listen I don't want to go on Instagram to share some light Pics of my children But, but you know that listen, man, is proper fun When I leave the radio, son, I'm going run Forest run Yep, you know it's crazy, bro Me, I never take a stroll Me, I've got my shirt off I run like I am Usain Bolt Ah, that's right You know I keep it simple You know the rule on Instagram, you can't show your nipples. Hold up, I got stress. Listen, I'm like, God bless. You won't ever stop this. Me, I'm running topless. Check this, that's right. You know I'm never messing. Instagram can't handle me every single day when I'm sweating. Yep, you know that's right. That's right, man. Listen, quick, sir. Me, I got that t shirt, but the picture is so wicked. So, so I'm ready, man. We pop it, man, a lot with this. People, man, I'm running, man. I'm topless, kid. I'm Rocket chest, everybody know that. Listen, you can go grab Instagram because it's your man. Make some noise for soda. Ah. Very, wow, very clever. Good. How good is that? Oh, yeah. Bando man, go and check him out. <laughs> he is at the Roundhouse at the Garden on now until Sunday, the 5th of March. Yep. Love it. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Is it right? Is it wrong? Rightio, uh, I'm very excited about this right or wrong. Um, now, you get the chance you can win a thousand bucks too. If you send us in, you know, right or wrong, a bit of a moral dilemma. Yeah. Uh, and we will read them out. Uh, this one comes from Josie, this email, which I love. Uh, Hi, Beck and Soda. I split with my husband after 15 years of marriage. To be honest, it should have ended seven years earlier, mm. and I have been single for the past three years. Mm-hmm. Over the last two months, I've been seeing a great guy. It's been amazing, and I feel alive again. Good on you, Jose. Back on the horse. I love it. The problem (laughs) is, a couple of my girlfriends don't approve of my situation because, and here it is, because I'm 47 and he's 23. Yeah, okay. So that's more than double the age. Right. 47 and he is 23. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, I don't know where this cougar thing came from. Cougar can go in the bin, and you know what else can go in the bin? Milf. Don't call me a milf. I didn't. I, I don't, but well, some people do. I didn't. And I don't want to be hot despite being a mum. I just want to be hot. I don't want to be graded on a mum scale of hotness. I just want to be on a general scale of What? Hotness. This is not about you. It's, it's about Josie. Yeah. <laughs> It's about it's just, Josie okay, dating a younger want, man. But I just want those okay. two words, and cougar just, and milf, out of the Have you just labelled yourself a hot mum on radio? No. Oh, what on earth are you back. doing? Can Go I finish Josie's email sure. or do you want us to okay. uh, rank well, Josie's you? Josie's probably been called a milf. I just want to be a hot mum. I want to be a hot woman. What? <laughs> anyway, Josie has said, the problem is, right, obviously, uh, where are you? My girlfriends don't approve of my situation because I'm 47 and he's 23, mm. right? So that's where she's at. Now, there we go again. What about this? My girlfriends refuse to hang out with us because they are embarrassed and say it looks like I'm with my son. 
But Josie said, I am getting the best attention I've had in years, if you know what I mean, hashtag stamina. <laughs> right or wrong, what do you got? I don't know what you mean, Josie. What do you think? Josie. All right. Right or um, If Josie's happy, I mean, the heart wants what the heart wants. I say it's right. Okay. Right. What about the friends, though? Is that a bit of jealousy bit creeping of je- in? A bit of jealousy. bit of jealousy, bit of judgment right. from the friends. 13, 10, 60. Right or wrong to date a much, much younger man? Mm. Are you dating a much, much younger man yes. here in Adelaide? What's the age gap like? What's it actually like? Okay. Is the grass greener mm. when it's freshly mown <laughs> in young? Oh, okay, there okay. it is. All right. Is it right? Is it wrong? Josie registered on safm.com.au. Yep. Uh, she is 47. Mm-hmm. Her marriage ended and she's just uh, put dipped her toe back yep. into the dating pool mm. with a 23-year-old. She's having the time of her life, but her friends are judging judge, judge, and she's wondering if it's right or wrong to be dating someone with so much younger than Good her. on you, Josie. Get out there and have oh, a crack. Jokes. But seriously, the friends are just saying, well, we're going out with Josie, and essentially it's like Josie's taking her son out with her. Yeah, but as if they're not asking Josie what's happening. They'd be wanting to. Yeah, yeah. They would be saying, all right, Joyce, what, so, tri- what tricks has the so, young butt got? <laughs> so it's okay to have the fun with him, just don't bring him out in public. Yeah, but a man behind. has feelings. A man's a human being. He's not just for the bedroom. Yeah. Andrea from Kudla. Andrea, uh, what's going on here? Is this right or wrong to date a much, much younger man? She's absolutely right. He's an adult, consenting adult. Her friends yep. are wrong. If they were true friends, they would support her. Hey, Andrea. If this was a man dating a 23-year-old woman, nobody would bat an eyelid. Yeah. They need to get a grip and be true friends. Otherwise, she should just move on, have the best time of her life with this 23-year-old and dump her friends. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Andrea, are you, a, are you married to a younger man or dating a younger absolutely. man? Absolutely. I've never been attracted to elder men. I've always been attracted to younger men. Well, yeah, uh, well, go for it. Andrea, can you tell me what, what is the attraction? What is it about it, the younger man? Well, older men are usually just a bit too old mentally. <laughs> okay, no, that's very really good. They're no. beds in the old space. I want somebody young and yep. who yeah. has the same sort of young mind as I do. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Thank you, Andrea. Mm. Um, I do mm. like how she explained that. Um, older men are just too old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kayleen in Medindi, is it right or wrong to date a much younger man? Absolutely right. It's amazing. Uh, all right, Kayleen, oh. tell us uh, how much younger is your man to you? 20 years. Oh, hello. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and tell us, what, why is it so wonderful? Why is it so fantastic? Um, I think he keeps me young. He's um, obviously younger, you know, less experienced, that sort of thing. But, you know, we go to the gym every day together. We do lots of different things that you can have as, you know, memories. Not about money, but about doing things together and, you know, having those really good memories. And I'm the happiest that I've ever been. You sound um, and, I, and I was married for 20 years. And so. Right. Um, can I ask, do you have kids from your first marriage? Yes, I did, yes. Right. So your <laughs> partner is how old now? He'd be 36 in July. And how old is your eldest child? 31. And how is Ooh. how does she feel about that? <laughs> uh, she doesn't. Um, she hasn't spoken to me for a few years. So, oh. uh, yeah. Okay, that's, the, that's, that's the worst part. Okay. I'm sorry to hear that because mm. we don't ever want to know that you know there's some, I suppose, uh, problems with yeah. the family there. But I'll tell you what, you go, girl, if there you, you like your younger man. Spring in her the gym. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, my gosh.
Look at these trending topics. Did Little Mark ever used to watch Young Talent Time? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, with um, Bevan Adensall and yeah. Tina Arena. And Vinny Del Tito. I, absolutely. Um, my favourite was Natalie. I named my Cabbage Patch doll after Natalie. From Natalie Young Miller. Time. Is that her name? Yes, I think mm. it was. Mm-hmm. But do you know what? The most iconic memory that is burnt in little Becky's mind, and I actually had... I can't remember if it was a poster or whether I just ripped it out of TV week. Yes. was with when Kylie, because Danny was obviously on there, Danny yeah. Minogue. But well, so Kylie was the le- less famous of the sisters because Danny was famous from YTT. Absolutely. Remember Kylie popped up on Henderson Kids? Yes. And and then she obviously came on The Neighbours yeah. and she was a little tomboy, Charlene. But you're right. Danny was the big star in yeah. the family, no doubt. So they sang, sisters are doing it for themselves. They were in a sparkly silver sequined, I remember the outfit so clearly. So imagine my surprise when Kylie Minogue performing at Sydney World Pride for the first time in eight years brings Danny out on the stage for a duet. Oh, in really? Outfits. It was like, and they sang this. Right. Um, I actually saw this on the news. They, I've got to say, they both looked amazingly surprised to be there. They look the same age as they did <laughs> when I was watching okay. them when oh. I was 10. It's like watching Benjamin Button. <laughs> Neither of them yeah. looked anything but surprised. <laughs> I couldn't tell whether they were enjoying themselves, whether they, they actually looked indifferent. Well, Nothing moved. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't judge a woman on, on what they do to slow the aging process, but anyway. something's happened. They didn't slow it. They're reversing it. No, honestly, it, it looks pretty bizarre, doesn't it? They both just look like dolls. They've been preserved in time. Mm. They have. Uh, now, your daughter, I know, is into Frank Green drink bottles. Yeah, so this whole Frank Green phenomenon is quite remarkable, isn't it? I, I know many of you probably have them, but it, it, they're like designer drink bottles. They're about $80, 90 ridic- For me, and my, both my girls got them for Christmas, the Jeez. younger ones, um, the massive ones, the big two-litre ones that are so big, they can't fit them in their school bag. They can't fit them in anything, and Hang they on. take up so much space on the kitchen bench. They're two-litre. The massive ones. Uh, anyway... They'd be very heavy, don't they? They're, heavy. they're ceramic or yeah, something. They're, they're stupid. They're a stupid trend. But I mean, good on Frank Green, whoever okay. he is, because he would be a multimillionaire. But the whole issue was you couldn't fit them in your cup holder, and people were going to Bunnings and buying PVC pipe in order what? to to stick it in their drink holder. So Frank Green, of course, has what? got wind of this, and now they've made their own custom-made Frank Green thing. So there's a so you can stick it in your. It's cons- console, and that's nineteen ninety five. It's another thing that you've got to order, and then when you jump online to order, then they'll go, "Can I have a different coloured like lid to match my drink bottle?" And then there's another like hemorrhaging wow. of ones. Who is Frank Green anyway? I don't know. He's very rich. I wonder. He sounds if he's like single. some old bike, and all the young girls uh, want these drink bottles. It actually doesn't seem quite right. <laughs> <laughs> Some old like Frank Green no. and all go. Oh, geez, I want a Frank Green. No. I don't think you do, Sienna. I honestly don't think you need a Frank Green in your no, life. No, just go to Kmart. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Ugh, you're unbelievable. Uh, Beck, you know about Ben the Bear in St. Mm, Louis? I heard about this. He is in the zoo there. He has escaped for the second time in a oh. month. He's a big boy. He weighs over 300 pounds and he tore apart the clips to his cage and he just went for a bit of a cruise for an hour and a half. They have to go in lockdown. Yeah, oh, like the lions in Taronga. Yep. And then so what they did was they increased the tensile strength of the steel clips okay. and okay. he ripped it's them just apart. just a reason to make a pun, mate. 
Two day, <laughs> twice in a row, he's opened Come them on, up. Ben. So what we're doing is, in honour of Ben the Bear at St. Louis, we are taking a celebrity's name, a well-known person's name, and mm-hmm. we are animalising okay, it. This sure. is how unbelievable to get your mind well, Look, thinking. 13, 10, 60, you can always uh, participate if you've got one. Okay, yep. like um, like Cat Stevens. <laughs> no. No, mate. Already no, mate. done. No. I thought that was a no-brainer. <laughs> It was a no-brainer. Mm. You actually didn't use yours to come up with it because Try that again. is... Um, okay, yeah. Snake Lively. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's Instead correct. Blake Lively. That's okay. Uh, producer Rach is joining us in the, mm. in the studio because, Rach, <laughs> you are the self-proclaimed queen of this, mm. aren't you? Yep, ready for it? Yep. Brad Pitt Bull. Oh, I had yeah, that good. one. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. What about Thanasi Peacockanarchus? Hey? <laughs> <laughs> right? Or the great Australian batsman with an average of 99.94, Don Key Bradman. Ah, oh, okay. Um, yeah. I've gone into yeah. the political arena with yeah. Peter Malinkowskis. Oh, no! Do you have that as well? You I do. like that. I've got the same one. Oh, that's cute. Peter Malinkowskis. And then um, no. Barack Alama. Oh, oh that's good. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Uh, Salmon Smith. Yeah. Salmon oh, Smith. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rach? Will Ferret. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, good. That's good. I like that. That's good. What about um, oh, Rebecca Horse? Oh, the radio girl. No. Oh, okay. What? Shark Soda Strip. <laughs> <laughs> I got called Rebecca Horse at school. Did you? Because uh, I have quite a long face. Yeah, well, that's up to you. You uh, have that sort of disposition. Hugh, Hugh Jack Russellman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Hugh Jack Russellman. Nice. I had Hugh Jackalman. Oh, yeah, Jackal. Mm, yeah. Uh, what else are you, uh, Rach? Daniel Ratcliffe. Rat? Yeah, that's oh, good. So, Jason Seagull. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Meryl Sheep. All right. That's oh, nice. <laughs> what about Ed Sheeran, a sheep? <laughs> <laughs> Any good. others, Beck? Uh, well, King Charles Cavalier. No. One. I like Charles. that. The dog. That's the actual no, that's name the of the No, the Cavalier yeah. part. No, but it's a King Charles Cavalier. That's the name that's of the, the dog. No, but it's about King Charles. Yeah, yeah we I know like that. It. But you're just you. saying what it's it is. Uh, JB, you got anything left in your uh, well? Uh, Bumble Beyonce. Oh. <laughs> no, Bumble no. Kitty Perry. <laughs> Kitty Perry. That's not bad. What about Kitty Perry? Oh, wow. That's better. Oh. Um, what about Justin Beaver? Oh, yeah. Nice Beaver. Oh, <laughs> that'll do. Thank you. Wrap him up. Oh, come on. Oh, what about the singer, Madoga? No? I think no? the well is run dry. What about Bruce Spring Chickenstein? <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck, yesterday I was driving down the parade with my mum, Betty, who is in town at the moment. She's over Betty! from Victoria. What a Good. great name. Both of my nanas were called Betty. Really? Yeah. There you go. It's a great name. Good morning, Bets. Uh, we were driving along. Anyway, just next to us, we saw this beautiful old Kingswood, and it was restored. It was absolutely immaculate. Anyway, I looked over. I said, have a look inside. I've Googled this, Beck. Have a look at the bench seat, right? So you remember the cars oh, in yeah. the old days when you'd have the bench seat at the front, bench seat at the back. You didn't need an SUV to fit six, seven or eight in your car. Yeah. You could easily cram four kids across in the back seats. You could have mum and dad in the front and you could have a kid in the in middle. In the middle between in mum the and front. dad. Oh, now, man. yesterday as we were driving down the parade, as I mentioned, the family was there. Dad was driving along and the windows were down. They had the arm out the side. Mum was in the front as well. There was a kid about 10 sitting in the bench seat in between mum and dad in the front. Now, I don't even know if that's illegal anymore oh, or legal rather. In the back, there were three kids, probably teens, sitting in there, and it just took me back. And straight away, I started remembering being in the old poo-brown-coloured E.H. Holden station wagon. 
Why were they all brown? I don't know. <laughs> I do not know. But I remember sitting in the front, and if mum was driving me to school, I was sitting next to her in the middle, mm. even if I was on my own in the car. Yeah, I wasn't right. even sitting over on the passenger Shoot. side. Little Marky wanted to be near mum. Exactly. Mm. Or if we were going to the footy, I'd be sitting next to my dad, and he used to drive the car with his arm around me. Right. No seatbelt. So in the restraint was his left arm. Oh, that was him. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I was looking at the car, and I thought, oh, those were the days. And it reminded me of when you grow up in those sort of situations mm. when danger was around, but no one seemed to care. What oh. did you have for a car growing up? With um, I bus? think we had a Holden Commodore. Mm. And in terms of a lack of safety, my main memory is the secondhand smoke that my sister and I inhaled. Because oh, yes. dad would just be in the front smoking his Marlboro Reds. Yeah. And the smoke would just come straight back into our faces. Windows down too. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, he'd pop, he'd pop it down a little bit, I think, because we yeah. protest. Right. Well, um, sometimes but can you windows imagine? Up. Well, that's actually illegal now. Absolutely, mm. it is. Mm. Windows up, windows down. I remember we used to drive from Adelaide to Melbourne, Melbourne to Adelaide, back and forward all the time. And we would have the windows up. My sister and I would be in the back, and there'd be like a neutral plane. The smoke would build up because mum and dad were having, they, both they were probably smoke. darting yeah, every yeah. three breaths. That's They'd terrible. have a drag. And the smoke would come down lower and lower. I could have been a six foot eight ruckman if it hadn't been for <laughs> Do you my think parents. Your mental capacity has been stunted also mm-hmm. in C- some completely. way. Completely. I was probably packing, I was probably smoking a, a pack a day <laughs> passively <laughs> as a child. No wonder I'm asthmatic. Mm-hmm. But it got me thinking. Yep. You're sitting in the front seat there beautifully right unrestrained in the middle of a car or your parents are dating. What were the things, 13, 10, 60, the dangers that as a kid you were smack bang in the middle of that will never happen Take again Take it today. out of the car as well. It doesn't have to be in the car, around the house. The oh. playground. What are you doing? The playground. What did you used to do in the playground? Monkey bars? Monkey bars. It was all metal. It wasn't these like hippie wooden things they've all got these days. It was cold, hard metal. With the softer ground. <laughs> I remember we used to get the billy carts and we'd put the ball bearings on the back of the billy cart with the big bike wheels at the front. And we'd come down Dundee Street where I lived and my mates and we would come down with cars going left, right and centre with the sparks coming off the ball bearings oh and God. spinning around into Barker Street into my little court down from Dundee Street, and no one gave a rat's toss. No. Mum and Dad used to cheer you on. Mm. Mm. No. BMX jumps, no helmets. Yeah, BMX no, jumps no helmets. were good. Yeah. 13, 10, 60, the dangers that you had to suffer as a kid that we'll never see again. Give us a call. Kylie from Two Wells. Okay, what was dangerous? Okay, we were allowed to go to Monash Playground at night time. Yeah. Um, I would have been 10 years old and just given a hessian sack and told to walk up the 100 steps the big scary metal slide and slide on down and hope you made it to the bottom. In the dark. In the dark. We would go about 10 o'clock at night. Kylie, that is how you develop resilience. (laughs) Your parents should be given a bloody medal. That's how kids can get stronger today instead of all this namby-pamby fall on the bark chips. Definitely couldn't do that anymore. Fall off the metal slide with a hessian sack. (laughs) In the dark. Resilience. Okay, Greg in Walkley Heights. What was the dangerous thing you did as a kid that you'd never do now? Oh, we used to have lawn darts. What? What's lawn darts, Greg? Lawn darts. They were, they were darts. They were about uh, thirty centimeters long, metal shaft, plastic, and brightly they're brightly coloured, so really safe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bright yellow, bright green, and used to throw them across your yard and try to get them into like a, a hula hoop. Oh but, yes. But to to score points, but we ended up just just. Uh, um, you know, playing Chasey and who can dodge the lawn dart. <laughs> <laughs> you were stabbing your siblings oh, with a lawn great. dart. No, no, 
No, no, we were quick. We'll <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love the fact that because they were brightly coloured, they were safe. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, that is awesome. Again, that's how you develop some really great <laughs> resilience in children, <laughs> and you also develop a thick skin, literally and figuratively. Okay. Adam in Northfield, <laughs> what dangerous thing did you do as a kid? Well, mid-1980s, mum and dad had a uh, combi van, as probably a lot of people would have. Mm -hmm. um, every year, Easter, we'd go up to Morgan, uh, go camping on the river and water skiing and the rest. Uh, my brother and I were put in the back of the combi van on actual um, iron old metal garden chairs. <laughs> oh, that's all. Oh, for the drive up. Yeah, yeah, for the drive up. And I remember one year I woke up just before we got into Morgan, still doing 80 or 90 k's an hour because I think that's about as fast as it went. Um, and I saw a massive kangaroo right across the front of the whole car. It would have basically been the size of the windshield. Um, missed us by maybe a metre. So that was... Stuck in my brain forever. Wow, Adam, how good's the garden chairs, though? <laughs> That's comfort. <laughs> Imagine sitting on metal oh garden God. chairs all the way up. You should have not. held on to the combi van, Adam. You could have sold it to a hipster in Byron Bay for, and doubled your money. Absolutely. Oh. They could make deconstruct, deconstructed <laughs> coffees or something. Definitely. Or smashed avocado in the back and sell it out the window. <laughs> you definitely couldn't do that anymore. <laughs> Give us a call. Chairs. I'm 13. sure that wasn't legal in the 80s no. either, to be honest. Kay from Hackham, all right. What was the dangers when you were a kid? Hi, um, yeah, oh my God, we used to do a thing called the death drop off the monkey bars, where you just hang by your legs, you'd swing back and forth and slip over and land on your feet. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Yes. And the monkey bars <laughs> would have been like metal, so they'd burn you in, in yeah, that, that Yeah, mm. fantastic. <laughs> Good on you, Kay, you little daredevil. What about this one? Uh, Cherie from Morford Vale has texted in, a mum had a VW Beetle and the front passenger seat was ripped out so the dog could sit there. <laughs> That's great. Punch buggy. Okay, Dorothy and Craigmore, what's the dangerous thing you did back in the day? Yeah, we used to, driving to school, uh, one of us would be sleeping, laying on the luggage rack at the back of the car. Oh. <laughs> so by, oh. The, by the, rear, the rear window inside the car. Oh, up the so, top there. Yeah, yeah. So you're inside the car, back seat, and just at the back of the back seat, there oh, was a ledge. I know, Dorothy, um, the same spot where Volvo drivers put their hats. Probably, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so we're uh, six of us in the car, no seat belts, and one of us would be on the back that's, Wow. There. Oh, that's good. Wow. Oh, that's okay, isn't it? No, no, You've got no. the kids in front to protect your fall when Dad hits the brakes. No airbags. Uh, Kylie in Salisbury North, what dangerous thing did you do as a kid that you wouldn't do now? Uh, so we had, when I was younger, we had a 70s white Valiant. Oh, and yeah. it had the middle bench seat in the front. Yep. And there was five of us kids. So the only way to fit all five of us in was to have the twins in the front seat strapped in together in the middle of mum and dad. With the one, one seat, seat belt. belt. In the one seat belt. <laughs> <laughs> That's efficiency right there. It was ah. a, uh, that car was a tank. It was able to tow a massive, huge biz count caravan. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Cool holiday <laughs> memories. <laughs> Don't worry. You, you couldn't get hurt in a Valiant. <laughs> you could do a lot of damage to other people and other cars and anything else, other property, but you could not get hurt. It was a tank, no doubt about that. Rightio. Uh, Nicole from Morford Vale. Nicole, what was the uh, dangerous stuff you did as kids? Uh, good morning. So we used to get um, towed in the trailer behind a car about 500 metres down the street and we were just sitting sitting in the trailer until they got to the main road and then we would have to jump out. You know uh, it was so much fun. It yeah. wasn't one of these fancy trailers with the walls on it. It was just this, you know, basic, yeah, basic, basic trailer. I reckon my dad did the same. I've just had a flashback.
Yeah. I think Greg did the same. Yeah. And Nicole, how old were you when you were doing this? I was about four or five. Wow. So totally illegal, but yep. it was a good 500 metres. Yeah. Um, <laughs> down, down a side street, Tiller Drive at Seaford. And, um, Beautiful. And before you turn onto Commercial Road, you've got to hop out, kids. Yeah. Trailer rides. <laughs> Mate, Fantastic. Yeah. Trailer rides. I can tell you yeah. one thing. I went in the yeah. Garden of Unearthly Delights yesterday, yes. and we went on a lot of rides. There was no trailer ride. <laughs> can someone just get a dirty old ute, stick a trailer <laughs> on it, <laughs> and just put kids on, and we'll just dodge around through the Garden of Unearthly Delights this weekend. Um, thank you so much for your calls. I love that nostalgia. Can I just say, kids, please do not try any of that at home or down what Commercial Road in Seaford. We've all grown up. Yes. How did we survive? It's amazing, isn't it? Welcome to SAFM's Beck and Soda, a new way to wake up. Get SAFM's Beck and Soda anywhere, anytime on the free listener app, SAFM.